Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is The Power of Our Conclusions. Here's a statement that I'll say a number of times. Our conclusions about circumstances are almost always more important than the circumstances themselves. Our conclusions about circumstances are almost always more important than the circumstances themselves. And I'm going to be looking at one of my favorite stories in the Bible, Numbers 13. Numbers 13 and 14 is the story of Moses sending out the 12 spies to spy out the promised land that God had promised them. That's why it's called the promised land. And after 40 days, they came back to Moses with a report. They were divided into two groups. One group was Joshua and Caleb, and the other group was the 10 spies. Both saw the same set of circumstances, but put a different conclusion concerning what they saw. Again, our conclusions about circumstances are almost always more important than the circumstance itself. I'm talking about something going on in our personal life, our family, our church, our city, our nation. Now, a conclusion is an opinion or decision that is formed after a period of thought or analysis. (laughs) A conclusion is an opinion or decision that is formed after a period of thought or analysis. And, and, and many factors contribute to how you and I make conclusions. Some of them is whether we've had the tendency of magnifying the Lord or magnifying the problem. Psalm 34, verse 3, the psalmist doesn't say, Oh, magnify the problem with me. I've been in prayer meetings at times where People share the problem, but they talk about it so much and they magnify it so much. It just seems to, they just talk me right into unbelief. (laughs) But in worship service, one of the reasons why I love corporate worship services where we're singing songs of praise and adoration and declaring the goodness of God and who we are, we're magnifying the Lord and our, our problems look smaller. When we do that, when we magnify the problem, God looks smaller. Another reason or factor to contribute to how we make conclusions and whether we've been feeding on spiritual faith food or worldly doubt food. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't be conformed to the spirit and the thinking that is prevalent in the world. A third factor contributing to how we make conclusions is whether we believe God has equipped us to be victorious or has he really not promised that. And lastly, whether we believe that the opposition to our promises is normal or not. This is a factor that contributes to the conclusions that we make. Let me just say something about that last one. It says in Ephesians 6, 17, take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. 
And it's called a sword because we're supposed to kill something with it. Now, again, in this New Covenant era, we're going to be talking in Numbers 13 and 14 about literal giants. But in this New Covenant era, the giants that we defeat are mindsets, unworthiness, fear, discouragement, frustration, victim mindsets, pessimism. Those things that are fueled by believing lies, those are the giants to be killed. And the belief that if God promises something that we're not going to have to fight for it, that belief causes many people to conclude the wrong thing about what they're seeing. 1 Timothy 1.18, Paul told a young leader named Timothy, War, a good warfare, according to the prophecies spoken over you, to the prophecies given to you. War. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 talks about the battle in our mind, pulling down strongholds, taking every thought captive. So, again, a conclusion is an opinion or decision that is formed after a period of thought or analysis. And a lot of these conclusions come from our subconscious after years of repetition based on our strongholds that we've developed by what we're feeding on, what we've concluded is right in the past. That's why a ministry like Igniting Hope is so important because we help you tear down strongholds, keep the negative, tear down negative strongholds, keep them away, and then establish new strongholds built on hope, built on faith, built on love, built on our biblical identity of who we are and what God has promised. Now, as we look at this story in Numbers 13, there's great truths in it that, that I love to extract that will help us attach higher conclusions to the circumstances we face. Number one is that future blessings motivate us to not quit and to not give in, give in easily to fear-based conclusions. The spies went out, verse 27, they said, We went to a land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. They talked about its goodness. Now, hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and we have the power to help make it so. There is something good to fight for regarding our families, our cities, and our nations. There's good things ahead if we persevere. That's motivation. Without a vision, the people perish. We're going to make bad conclusions if we don't have hope of good things coming in the future. Another thing that's in this is big challenges should not surprise us. I've already talked about this, but I'll say it again. The, the ten spies said, nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. It is in the process, listen to this, it is in the process of overcoming giants that we develop the character to be able to steward the promised blessings as well. The fight builds muscle. The fight builds character to be able to steward and, and keep what is given to us. Next, the more we talk about our problems, the worse our conclusions get. Now, this is a truth to help us have higher conclusions. Just the revelation that the more we talk about our problems, and obviously the truth is what we, what we talk about we'll see more of, 
The ten spies said the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. As we mature, we will learn to share the facts of a situation without releasing a concluding spirit of unbelief in what we say. Now, I mean, we're, we don't deny the facts, and it doesn't mean we never talk about challenges, but we're less likely to give a concluding, unbelieving conclusion about that. Now, a next truth out of Numbers 13, people of courage are present in every challenge and have a different perspective. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Whew. Joshua and Caleb found each other. And unlike the other ten spies, their perspective allowed them to enter the promised land. It is wise to build relationships with people of courage now. Hang out with people of courage. Find people doing things. Find people who are believing big things can happen. Find people with a dream to make things better. Find people who are adaptable and learning to thrive no matter what happens. The next truth out of Numbers 13, our conclusions largely depend on what reports we listen to and receive. It says, And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. It takes no effort at all to be pessimistic or to have a victim mindset about the future. But we are empowered to overcome these and every obstacle we face. So what conclusions do we, we have is largely dependent on what we're listening to. Who are we listening to? What is feeding us? Even the conclusions about what's going on in our nations. Who, who are we listening to? Another truth is who we think we are will largely determine the conclusions we make about life circumstances. The ten spies said, here we saw the giants and we saw the, like, we were like grasshoppers in our own sight and so we were in theirs. It is not what we think about God that stops us, but it's what we think about ourselves that prevent the promises from being realized. Certainly a bad God concept doesn't help, and it actually contributes to a bad identity beliefs. But they said they're grasshoppers. How we interpret ourselves will be how we'll interpret the world, how we see ourselves. And that's why learning who God says we are, we are not who our past says we are, we are who God says we are, is so important. And lastly, a truth that we get out of Numbers 13 and 14 is that those who say they can and those who say they can't are both right. Those who say they can and those who say they can't are both right. The ten spies said they could not win and they didn't. Joshua and Caleb said they could win and they did. Now, our conclusions about circumstances are almost always more important than the circumstance itself. How do we apply that? Again, we look at our lives. We look at what's going on. We look at big picture things. Our conclusion about what's going on in our country is 
more important than what's going on. Because either we're going to be a part of the solution or part of the problem. God always has hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. Hope is an overall optimistic attitude about the future based on the goodness and promises of God. I'm talking to hope people today. And then we can boil it right down to our own life. Your conclusion about that area that you struggle in in your life is more important than that area. How you think about it. What you conclude. I, I say it another way. Our, our lack of hope about a problem is a bigger problem than the problem. And if our conclusions do not have hope attached to them, then I believe we're believing a lie. And it's time to go back and say, Lord, what are you saying? What do I need to believe to have hope about this circumstance? Hey, wow. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. We are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Our hope level determines our influence level. And he who has the most hope has the most influence. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't need strength at the end of the battle. I need strength in the middle of the battle. For most people listening, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> it's inconvenient for me today to walk in radical joy, just be honest. I mean, if I thought about it, if I, if I don't, if I'm not intentional in my living and I'm just reactive, and going with the flow rather than flowing upstream. If I'm not intentional, I won't access the power of joy. And, and so it's, it's developing that habit. It's building the joy muscle. I say for most people listening, today is just not a good day to be radically joyful. We're either too tired. We're frustrated about things. We feel overwhelmed. We are hearing negative news. There's disappointments around us. There's things that we believe for that aren't, haven't happened yet or didn't happen. And, and there's a tendency to not delight. But God says in Psalm 37, verse 4, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. The delighting comes before the desire is seen and fulfilled. And the mantra of the delighter is, Woohoo, God, I can't wait to see what you're going to do about this situation. Can't wait to see what you're going to do in this area of my life. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my family. Hey, God bless you. If you want to sign up for our newsletter and you're not signed up, you can go to ignitinghope.com and do that. At ignitinghopeacademy.com, we've got some great courses. And Wendy's starting November 1st, 2021. 28 days of feasting on the Spirit. There's two levels for that that you can participate in. Ignitinghopeacademy.com, you'll find feasting on the Spirit. We also do Facebook Lives on Igniting Hope Facebook. You can find us on Igniting Hope Instagram. And thank you so much. Hey, I've been doing this lately. I want to just, because I've been attaching faith to small things. And when we attach faith to small things, it does great things. And I'm feeling this. I've been asking you at the end of these podcasts to take five seconds and pray for Wendy and me at Igniting Hope Ministries and then attach faith to it when you're done. Let's take five seconds right now. Amen, amen. I agree with that prayer. It's powerful. It's effective. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else 
about them. God bless you. I look forward to another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.